0: Why, hello there, C-Note.
1: Well, good evening, Black Pearl. And to all of our wonderful listeners out there, welcome to another edition of Pearl Notes. Matter of fact, a special edition of Pearl Notes. We're going to call this the Supreme Court Edition. Yes. Oh... Because uh, it's, it, to 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 our listeners out there, we we do apologize for our absence, getting things together. We we didn't tackle the uh, State of the Union, but we're gonna get back to that. We're gonna get back to that in the next one because right now we need to talk about this historic uh, event and moment that is occurring in our nation. We are finally, finally. On the verge of putting a black woman on the Supreme Court. Amen. Amen. That being said, these hearings have not gone according to oil in any shape, form, or fashion. So tonight... I thought we did dive deep into what we have seen so far in these, if we can call it, nomination uh, hearings. And yeah,
0: uh, talk- what... <laughs> it,
1: it, it It is. Yeah. But it, it it seems like she's trying to be nominated the way that they've given her the grill. But we're we going to get into that. We're going to get into that. So, uh, Blackburn, why don't you take it away? Tell us, tell us what you saw in uh, yesterday's, the first day of the confirmation here.
0: I have to say. Thank you again, by the way, Sino, for wanting to dive into this a little bit, because this truly is a very historic moment for America, Um, this is definitely a historic moment for the African-American community. Um, But I think that because this is also March and it is Women's History Month, this is truly another historical moment for women in general. And I say that because no, she is not the first woman to be placed on the Supreme Court, but she will be the first African-American woman. And she truly is a descendant of slaves, African-American mm. woman Princess. who is about to be placed on the highest court in the land. And though her appointment is not going to change the 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 balance of the court because quite let's just you know the Republicans have done a marvelous job at packing the court even though they try to um, say that the Dems are trying to do that but you know they have done a remarkable job in packing the court and they will retain their six three majority conservative majority um but she is going to bring a much needed perspective to the court that is currently lacking. And, like, I, for all of our listeners out there, um, I am, I, I, I think that most of us can agree that um, this is a good and necessary thing am in the time that we are living in right now. Um, I also think that it's going to be very, very interesting that the three liberal justices on the bench will all be women of varying backgrounds. And I think that says something uh, about us as a nation right now. With that being said, the way that this so-called confirmation hearings are going right now. uh, I think that yesterday um, the official day one, where it was just everyone giving their talking points and laying out, you know, what they wanted to ask uh, judge um, uh, uh, Jackson and you know, just giving their speeches. Let's just put it that way. Just giving their speeches. That was rather civil, and I feel that it was only that. You can only say that that was that part was civil, simply because there was no back and forth
1: there. Well, now, I I disagree. If, if I may interject, I disagree about that thing being civil. That wasn't. That, Okay, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me put it like right this: The Democrats try to make this uh, a, a, a historic moment to, to not only give recognition, because like you said, um, she is not the first woman to sit on the court, but she is the first African-American with the potential to sit on the court. And the Democrats were giving this moment its it's due. But of oh. course, you got the goddamn GOP. Oh, oh, Lord. They, they almost make me want to bring out in the highs when I think about them, <laughs> particularly <laughs> Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, mm. Marsha Blackburn. I'm sorry, that's like, you know, the first two, that's the insurrectionist
0: crew. The first two are the insurrectionist crew, and the latter two, yeah, they're in a league of their own, Um, and quite frankly, I feel that it is quite appalling, especially for someone like a Tom Cotton, who actually served in the military and has the nerve to go down the line of questioning that he gave Judge Jackson today. And even in his uh, opening
1: we, 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 remarks. We're not going to talk about today. We're not going to talk about today. We're going to get to today because, boy, that was, today was, let's just call it what it was. It was a shit show. Uh, 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 it it, it, was, it was just...
2: So,
1: we're we going to get to that. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that, Black Pearl. But we, let, Let's just talk about these opening statements. Did... Josh Hawley just went on a tirade. I don't know where he was going. Why he, his fixation on pedophiles makes me makes me wonder. Like, how do you know some pedophiles very closely? Are they good friends of yours? Besides, of I, course, I, Matt Gates I, allegedly. <laughs> so. So
0: I have to say like, this is this is a huge issue for me today with, you know, like their whole line of questioning seems to pretty much be focused on this one area. It's either, or I'm sorry, it's all social issues for them. It is either, you know, she, they feel that she's too light on, on child it Was it? it's child pornography right like that's what most of the defendants that of the cases in which they had issues with um, she was light on their sentencing for anyone who was charged with child pornography and then between that and the whole critical race theory I, I i'm i'm just at a loss it's like they immediately go there and why and all i can think of is because she's a black woman forget the fact that not only is she a black 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 woman but she's a mother of two daughters and i'm like you want to and you would you have the audacity to basically say that she's soft on something that could very well affect her children. And you could tell in, the, in her responses that she took the law as it was written completely into consideration, as well as the case and the details and evidence presented within that case. What, and that is how she rendered her decisions was based on each individual case and each individual circumstances. And they wanted to group everything under the sun. And it's like you... And these are actual people who went to law school. Josh Hawley went to law school. Ted Cruz went to law school. And it's like they just totally forgot everything
1: from law school. Just because you go to law school doesn't mean that you are of a legal mind. (laughs) I'm
0: sorry. Josh Hawley was the was was the freaking attorney general for his state.
2: Uh huh. Before,
0: before taking, before getting elected to the Senate, he should know
1: better. He should know right. better. See, see, I hear what you're saying, and it's and truly, it it. It's good. It sounds good, too. But but the fact of the matter, since, since you jumped right into it, we're going to bypass their long-winded... the GLT's long-winded tirades yesterday, particularly Cruz, Holly, and Blackburn.
0: I'm sorry. Today was nothing more than a continuation of
2: this said tirade. Oh, no,
1: no, no, it wasn't. No, no, no. Like you said, this was all about the social issues. This is all about focusing on culture wars, grievances, all the like.
0: (laughs) You know what? just, Just a quick interjection before you get into this, though. What I would like to say is in the end, overall, I feel like all they did was show their cards and embarrassed themselves because judge jackson did a marvelous job and not only answering their questions but tossing a lot of stuff back at them and explaining to them those who seems have forgotten of their actual role with regards to our judicial system (laughs) and just basically putting them on blast without putting them on blast. I'm going to
1: leave it at that as we continue. <laughs> well, that's not an interjection. That's a whole conversation right there. <laughs> but we'll get to that. This is my my point of what they were doing was, it was more than just the continuation of yesterday. This was pointed attacks directly at an African American woman who, mind you, is in a um as a, has a white husband and has biracial children, so that means the idea, to them so this idea <laughs> that she's you know enforcing some critical race theory like you do know who her partner is, right? You see her children, right? Like this is not a woman who is saying. Yeah, Black Power, everything like that's not that type of candidate. That's not that. That's not who she is. That's not the type of judge that she is. And listening to Ted Cruz and hell, when he brought up that damn chart <laughs> with showing the school, the 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 kids book. With the race and I was just like, oh my God, dude. How much and the first thing really, really and truthfully, the first thing that ran through my mind was, boy, the the taxpayers in Texas must must really love him because they must spend they spend a shit ton of money on props that make no damn sense. <laughs> I mean I'm just curious like dude oh. she is a judge she has nothing to do with critical race that every like and this time into your point has nothing to do with the judicial branch What you are talking about is policy. And I guess Something that, that she
0: constantly reiterated she's she brought that up so many times over the course of the hearing and this this damn thing went for so long so long nine o'clock tonight i yeah i believe so i believe they weren't done until about then and then i mean the only i okay this is just my personal opinion but of all of the Republicans who quest- questioned her today, the only one that seemed non-confrontational and was just trying to, it seemed to me like it was Ben Sass. I'm just gonna put it that way. It was Ben Sass. I felt like he, he was trying to pull out more of what her actual judicial philosophy was and what she was trying to explain is there's not a set philosophy that i have per se but there is a methodology that i use with all of my cases to make sure that i am giving um i am i am coming to each and every one impartially and providing you know, a ruling based on what is in front of me and nothing else. I respect that from a judge. Mm -hmm. They did not seem to respect that whatsoever from her because they kept wanting to bring up all of these other things that we were talking about and getting her opinion on things that as she loved to say, I will stay in my lane. That has nothing to do with what I will be doing or what I currently do as a judge.
1: Well, let's just be, let's just be, let's just put the cards on the table. As a Supreme Court justice, you have to be now into the last, to the final days of your life, apolitical. You can't. At, you know, be be an activist for anything in one one regard or another because you'll seem impartial unless you're going to start recusing yourself, which very few of them like to do. <laughs> so, I I this notion that they they were hitting her with all these random hypotheticals, and the the more egregious of of that was how would you feel? I would have to say is Lindsey Graham when he started with first question is you know how deep is your faith oh my lord like i was like what the hell does that have to do with anything see and uh-huh. of course he wants to tie it back to uh what's that heather's name her com- her uh confirmation here oh yes uh-huh. coney barrett Ace. ACB.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that and,
1: and 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 here's the thing that is the big difference between Barrett and Jackson is Jackson isn't wasn't uh, a, a a sitting judge railing against abortion. showing up at speaking events for pro-lifers like this was known and yeah that weighs heavily when you're about to sit on the highest court of the land where by the skin of our teeth Roe versus Wade is still there
0: oh they are working to systematically remove it
1: yeah we all know this and, if, and, and to, our, to our wonderful listeners that don't know this, wake up. They're coming for us. Yes. And this notion that, oh, you know, re- religion and, 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 my, and my personal beliefs don't impact on things, that is folly. Everybody, everybody lets their personal feelings and emotions leak at some point in time but we pay the justices to say hey i don't give a damn how i feel i got to i got to remove myself from that this I is what the them. law
0: says this is what and you I got, did
1: and i got to apply it as such
0: that's it that is what as a judge that is all you're supposed to do and this is this is where this is where i feel like there are certain individuals that do not understand this concept because i honestly feel and like and if you want to go to religion i i consider myself a christian i know that in my faith it says that we are not supposed to judge others With that being said, I love how, and and I know that we all do this, and I am guilty of this too, and it's something that I have been greatly working on, but I've also learned if you show me who you are, I'm going to believe what you show me. And people will show you who they really are in varying ways, whether they actually speak it or not.
1: Normally through their actions.
0: And actions speak very loudly, (laughs) whether you think so or not. So Lindsey Graham's actions today showed me a man who basically decided that he was sick and tired of feeling as though conservatives always get a bad rap. That once, that as soon as one declares their faith, they are immediately labeled a nutcase. I'm sorry, sir. That is not the case. However, you all Don't seem to allow people to practice their faith in a manner that is different than yours. So if you want to be all out there with your faith, that's on you. That does not mean that I have to do the same and you can judge me based on that.
2: Well, that was something
0: that Judge Jackson had to deal with today.
1: Well, that that leads to the bigger discussion about the GOP and their supposed moral high ground. Um, but I want to put a bookmark on that. Um, to me, it seemed Lindsey Graham was more uh, not focusing. Like I said, he, he wanted to make a point, as far as I could tell, about how the Dems Ganged upon Barrett for her religious beliefs, but nobody, but you know, the Republicans were taking the high road and not doing such a thing. But they questioned this woman's, you know, whole record, her whole career, the facts before the case, before them, that here is this highly intelligent, highly, um, respected and experienced judge before them and you're going to ask her questions that again, not only are they not related to um, her confirmation but it's also it's your job Congress's job it's not the job of the judiciary branch one of the three branches, if people don't know that, their job is not to make any laws. Precedence is not a law. Precedence is basically saying this has already gone past us once before and we're giving preferential treatment to the past decision that the court made. That's it. It's not a law, people. And it's congress the legislative branch their job is to make the laws so when everybody's complaining about why is there some law or bill to protect this that and the third that's that's your congressman that's your senator not a judge hmm for instance,
0: for those of you who don't know, sentencing guidelines are actually set by Congress. Congress passes what they deem as um, adequate sentences for certain crimes, and that can change over time as you know societal norms change as well.
1: But they the make the those judges. Can do is review. They don't set it. They they, they give input. They give input. No. <laughs> At best, that's all they do is give input. They are
0: the, a, a judge is basically there to determine whether or not any anything was violated, any constitutional rights were violated, or um, and then to determine. If you did indeed do the crime that you were committed or or that you were, um, that you know, you, uh,
1: that they're bringing
0: before that you're accused of. So, you know, yes or no, did you commit the crime that you were being accused of? And if you did, okay, how egregious was your crime? How many people did it affect? You know, who was harmed? and based on what my sentencing guidelines are this is how how much time i will give you that is what a judge does but a judge does not is is a judge does not have the leeway in most cases to just give any sentence that he or she wishes that is not um, but, their job
1: and i'm glad that you brought this up about sentencing because boy did they focus a lot on that today With the child pornography and about the sentencing for that as she so eloquently put it is it is not her deter. She is allowed a range for punishment. And that is what they call judicial discretion. Unless it goes to a jury where the jury determines your sentence. Otherwise, judges, they, they allow judges to do that within the confines of the law. Now, they can be as lenient or as, or as strict within those, those guidelines to enforce that. Now, I've noticed that during this whole confirmation hearing that everybody's focusing on how, what her record is. First off, let's backtrack and just talk that Kavanaugh and Barrett don't have a goddamn record. <laughs>
0: um. Well, this is where I, I'm going to disagree with you. Just a little bit, C-note, so you know, because let's just be real. The GOP spent a lot of time today trying to go after Judge Jackson on her sentencing, particularly of... Individuals accused of, you know, with child pornography saying that as, as, as we discussed, she was light on sentencing for many of those cases, not to, and to me, they're just looking at the sentencing. They're not looking at everything that went into those decisions that she made. Then you have on the flip side, they had no problems voting For a man, and I am talking about current sitting justice, Brett Kavanaugh, who was accused of rape. And this would have been Eh. of a teenage girl. And yet, they have no problem, it seems, with that. Because what? What's the difference there? Because he wasn't actually charged with it at the time?
1: Or the fact that the statute of limitations had run out, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, looks like we have a message here. One moment.
2: Yeah, she was particularly lenient with that. And that doesn't deserve any leniency. Not really sure why anybody want to be lenient against anything like that. But I did read the case. She felt as though that child pornography wasn't the same because there was no harm being done physically to a child. Huh? Well,
1: okay. Thank you, delicious, for, for for that comment. Um, and again, I haven't read. I haven't read the case about it, but the whole point about punishment is determining who was harmed. Now, it's I would say that if the guy was making the material versus distributing, both I think are wrong, regardless. But I think the severity of the crime differs if you're the actual person making it versus the person that's actually, you know, distributing that, and which is probably why she probably gave him a quote lesser charge. I would give the heavy charge to the person making the content. That's the person that you want to bust because if there's no content, then there's nobody. The distributors don't have anything to to push out.
0: There, what I you kind said. of
1: agree with you.
0: I, I kind of agree with you there. That it's it's the actual person that's making um the product that is war that should be charged worse than say the person who is distributing it.
1: Oh, we got another message here.
2: Uh no. It's all the same shit. Nope. No excuses. No gray area when it comes to this shit. Not this topic. Sorry.
1: I understand. I feel you on that one. But you know, I this this is that whole the d- dilemma with you know judicial um discretion. discretion. They allow yes, they allow a range for your punishment, just like right now. We're seeing the uh the Jan Six rioters getting slaps on the wrist for storming the, 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 the Capitol.
0: Some of them no, are and still- some of them are getting harsher charges depending upon what what their level of involvement was, what their actual crime
1: was. And and none of of the uh planners or the and certainly not the former president, are being charged with anything about this yet. You know, we're still waiting for the Jan 6 committee, but all they're going to prove and and, and disclose is what we already know. Oh, we got two messages here. Let's see what we got.
2: What happened to the Washington... I think it. I think it's sick, criminal, disgusting, immorally wrong, just utterly disgusting for anybody to want to take part in even looking at it and yes you should be criminally held accountable for that bullshit. Sorry for the words. No worries. What happened to the Washington rioters that burnt up an entire police station? Did any of them go to jail? I'm asking for a co-worker. That's actually not quite true. There's some folks that have been locked up since January 6th and all they did was merely peacefully protest.
1: See, well, I I was talking about the the actual rioters that stormed the Capitol. Now, peaceful protesters that were on the outside, I can't speak about. I haven't heard anything about any quote, peaceful protesters at Jan 6, But as far as the, I haven't heard of any, uh, quote, unquote, planners and leaders actually being formally charged and convicted of their part in the riots.
0: In addition, I don't believe anyone was actually arrested that evening. Most of them went home and they were arrested Days, if not weeks later
1: they had Unlike the FBI several, had, oh go ahead
0: yeah, um the, the FBI sent out field agents to go and collect them after they had reviewed video. like this was days and weeks of reviewing video and sending out requests for help identifying individuals. That is how they were able to go and round up as many people as they have but no one that night or that day was actually arrested
1: which brings us full circle back to the jan 6 committee and what courts have already been issuing out to some of these rioters getting you know 15 18 months i think the longest sentence that's been hit so far has been two maybe three years and they'll probably get that reduced some of these people are already getting uh, "quote unquote" time served for the, and and, and it's insane.
0: Mm. I mean, honestly, at, at this point, I'm waiting to see what the, um, in particular with these cases, those who have been charged with um, was a sedition. Um, mm-hmm. what those charges are going to bring, if if they will actually bring about, um you know, any real sentences
2: um, based on that.
1: I see. Oh, delicious here.
2: There were some, just like there were peaceful protesters at the Black Lives Matter thing. There were. And there were evil people there, too. And you know, the same thing happened at the truckers' convoy as well. So what do we really have? What's really going on that we have all of these groups that are really trying to fight for a good cause that seem to be getting infiltrated? Hmm. Interesting. I'm not a Black Lives Matter follower. I uh, I followed that money a long time ago. (laughs) That's a bunch of BS.
1: Well, I think you're going to have quite a quite a few what do they used to call them, rabble rousers that are going to try to instigate things in, in, in positive movements of that nature. But I'm looking at, you know, when it comes to Black Lives Matter, I, I, I had a feeling that that movement was going to be taken the wrong way and why again, I'm all... Absolutely, Black Lives Matter, and all life should matter. However, it was it was twisted right from the very get go, and not by um, even the G. I would say the GOP. I would say it was initially twisted by the right wing media, uh, Tuckums and uh, Hannity. Oh yeah, they went they went insane over that. Oh, we got one
2: more from her. Which brings us back to Washington State being completely taken over by Black Lives Matter and nothing happening. They ran the police out of the police station. Nobody was charged with that. That seems pretty criminal. Don't you agree? Hmm.
1: You want to take first crack at this one, Pearl? okay so
0: i hear what they're saying about um the portland i think i think it was the portland riots what he's uh, or what she's actually talking about um the unrest that has occurred over um the last few years I I just I feel like we have to take certain things in context um there is a lot there there's a there's been a lot brewing and there are certain places where I feel like they have gone to their tipping points I believe that individuals should be held accountable for any crime that they commit, period. I don't care who you are. I don't really care what the cause is because honestly, violence in this way or um, destruction of property in this manner, it does not do anything to further the cause in which you claim to be fighting for. It only puts you in a negative light. With that being said, I don't condone any of this, but I don't, I also don't think that, you know, we we can necessarily equate each of these um, events in the same way. You know, if we're specifically talking about January 6th, like I feel like with every protest, you are going to have your peaceful protesters and as so, you know, uh, so eloquently saying it, you're gonna also have your rebel rousers. Like that's that just always seems to, to kind of be the case. However, how far does that go? You know, do we have um, an instance um, where, you know, property is damaged, life is lost? Uh, you know, when we get to those levels there's a different degree in which I believe you have to look at it. But once again, I'm one of those who believes that if you commit a crime, you should be held accountable.
1: So. I agree with uh, that. We got three more from
2: her. Hold on. No, that's not the money I followed. Uh. You should probably follow that money a little bit deeper. That rabbit hole gets a little deep and corrupt because it was created with Marcus' ideology. And they are admitted, Marcus, the uh, owners, you know, the ones that took millions of dollars and, Purchase homes, not in neighborhoods they were trying to protect, but in other neighborhoods. That's very important. They sealed, burned down a police station. And last time I checked, that was illegal. They took over the police station. The police had to leave. That is illegal. It is. Nobody went to jail. Nobody went to jail for all the damages they've done with all the riding in those communities. You know, it was reported that the people that were riding inside those communities didn't even live in those communities. What was that all about? I'm saying, you're right. Why would you destroy your property? Right? So here you got a group of people who have problems with the process. And went to go see the people who were in control of the process. They didn't go in their own neighborhood. They didn't do that. They went over to the house because those are the people they had a problem with. That's all I'm saying.
1: Well, I, I, I'm, unless they're arresting everybody at the protest, which, mind you, is against the law, right to peacefully to peacefully assemble and until unless you're actively seeing them committing a crime it's you know in those situations it's very difficult to start rounding up people especially in those moments so unless they're they doing they're doing that i don't see how they can um Guarantee that they're capturing the person that started doing some of the rioting. In some of those cases of looting and and um, burning down, I do believe some people were arrested and charged for you know minor offenses, but they couldn't prove one way or another who actually started a blaze. Them taking over a police station, I'm. You're right, a crime is a crime, but I am certainly not going to equate a police station. To the nation's capital, a police station isn't, you know, the seat of power in this country. It isn't our home, at, in terms of being an American citizen. That's supposed to be our home. This that's supposed to be our house.
0: I am also going to just kind of t- toss oh, out there. I'm just going to toss out there too. If regular civilians can come in and take over a police station and drive out the police, what does that say about those police? Just saying. Y'all are supposed to be there to protect and serve.
1: Mm. And most police stations I know that are that funded, like Portland, have a ton of gear that they could use to disperse. But I think that they realize that, you know, with the amount, the level of... uh, unrest going through the country best to back up
0: but once again I believe that we're kind of we're kind of saying the same thing but maybe just coming at it from a different perspective as I said before if you commit a crime just as Judge Jackson said several times today if you commit a crime you should be held accountable for the crime that you committed
1: and our, and, legal, and
0: our legal system is set up to do just that. You commit a crime, you should you should actually face um, some consequences for said crime.
1: But in the case in one of the cases that they brought up, uh, the the quote unquote drug kingpin guy, you know where uh, Hall and him uh, attacked her for being soft on crime. She she rectified a decision that Congress had made.
0: And I think that was Tom Cotton actually who oh you're
1: really right
0: pushed that line of question
1: yeah sorry you're right it was it was Cotton and to that end you know that's. This is, goes back to judicial discretion. You all made a, a, a policy change where even a minor incident increased any charge that he got later on. But then you all said, no, that, that actually isn't exactly just and right, so we're going to take that out. So why punish somebody for something that no longer counts? That's not accountability. What's accountable is her going and making the change. Per the law, and I think if people want, you know, because the list almost kind of saying, you know, I, I agree with some of her points that, you know, we we need to, um, follow the money, <laughs> uh, keep an eye on, you know, our leaders and what's going on, but. <sighs> This, I'm sensing a lot of uh, revenge in, in in people nowadays. It, you you heard it today at the hearing. You know, several senators said, "Well, if that had been me, I'd throw the book at him. I do this and I do that." Well, you're not a judge, and thank God for it. We need judges that are level-headed, calm, and certainly. Do their utmost to remain neutral and just hear the facts of a case. And this idea that we have to go above and beyond to punish somebody, I will say regarding um, the pornography, Anybody who is charged and convicted of a of, of child pornography, has to be a registered sex offender for life. <laughs> they can't live around schools. They can't go to certain clubs and bars. Like Their whole life is turned upside down.
0: And, if, and, and guess what? With that being the case, even if they were to go to jail for the maximum sentence, their lives are essentially ruined. Because what opportunities will they really have when they come out?
1: Thank you. What like I, I get that we want to hold people accountable, but their lives are already done. Like that's the punishment. Your life is done as you know it. You will never have a norm what your normal life was. And then on top of that, you serve prison time. So 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 what if if he got out? three to six months versus the maximum more often than not if you're a model citizen in prison, they still have they'll still knock off some time also some...
0: <sighs> okay When, if you, if, if if you are labeling, like, let's just, in this, in this case, I do believe that there are certain crimes in which individuals should definitely go to jail for a good period of time, if nothing else, for self-reflection, um, and to keep our streets safe, but you cannot imprison people for their entire lives in every case. It,
2: it, it's extreme. Uh, once
0: again, once again, it's extreme. And the sentencing guidelines that are set forth don't allow you to do that. Every every judge understands that they have constraints based upon what the law says. That is what they are applying when it comes to sentencing. Something in which guess what? Um, I, If I'm not mistaken, I think that Judge Jackson will be maybe the only judge on the current bench that has even is even dealt with sentencing now that Judge Breyer is retiring. Yep. I believe that I will would like to lean on her a little bit more with regards to this because I think that she has a, an area of expertise that definitely needs some looking into especially considering you know the hoopla that they gave today I do believe that it is an abhorrent crime you know to produce and push out any form of child pornography however at the same time you are you have to like look at what it what has congress actually done to address this issue and if the last time you did something was more than t- 10 years ago then you need to be looking at yourselves congress needs to do their jobs and update the laws so that it matches where our current technology is. I think the first law was passed like back in the 80s, you know, when it became rampant. Now that was well before the internet and well before what we currently have right now, where you can easily push stuff out. And it's at people's fingertips within minutes. Very true. You need to change the law so that Not only are the sentences, I'm not even going to say like, I don't want to say fair, but they're more just based upon the actual crimes of today. You're so concerned about how our kids are affected, yet you all sit on your hands and are not doing much about it. That's,
1: well, it seems that's to a me, whole other
0: conversation, but <laughs>
1: that's
0: my two cents on that one. Well
1: well, I'm gonna just piggyback on that by saying it seems that a lot of um the Republicans today were trying to um, armchair quarterback a sitting judge. And second guess, you know. Every decision that she's made over her entire career, they're trying to put it all together in a nice little succinct 30-minute box for talking points and shove it out there. You couldn't possibly imagine what this woman has gone through with each of these cases.
0: I just I I also find it very surprising that it was only these particular types of cases that they wanted to focus on. I am quite certain that over you know her time on the bench, which has been more than a decade, she she's probably has, everything. she has dealt with more than just child pornography and what a fentanyl drug pen. <laughs> King, nice. Dr- drug kingpin like I know that she has dealt with other cases yet this is what you all chose to focus on and this is and this is with the fact that she has the endorsement of the fraternity of police she has the endorsement of the um, police chiefs um, organization she has the endorsement of Um, Victims um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Associations I mean it's like She has support From individuals And organizations That deal with the very issues That you all seem to have an issue with So obviously She's doing something Right That they would still support her Even if you don't necessarily agree with
1: Which seems to be the the heart of the matter. It's not about whether or not she's a good can you know nomin you know uh, nominee for the position, but it's about how they feel. And that's not what this is about.
0: See, I don't even think it's about how they feel. I think that it is just a matter of how many how many dog whistles can I blow out there? how many catchphrases currently that we are, that the GOP is using, can I incorporate in my questions or um, in the statements that I am making to draw out an answer or response from her so that I can get on Fox News or I can take something back to my state or my district and Tout. Oh, this is what I was able to ask her, and this is what this was her answer. Like this is all geared up towards the midterm elections, and that is sad because they are literally making a mockery of this entire process just so that they can get a soundbite. You're not even I, doing I, your job.
1: I would agree with that with most of them, save for Lindsey Graham. Yeah, after that little, uh, <laughs> after uh, Senator Durbin pissed him off, yeah, his little mic drop about Gitmo, yeah, that he felt the kind of way about that one. <laughs> yeah, that that right there was definitely not a part of the GOP's GOP's you know agenda for today's confirmation hearing, like. I'm pretty sure they went in and like, okay, everybody's going to be who they're going to be, so we know what's going on. But I think that was very unscripted, especially the fact that he walked out. I think think this was a little... It it got a little personal for him. Don't get me wrong.
0: I understand being tough on terrorists or you know, tough on criminals in general. But at some, I mean, our our, our system says that everyone is, everyone is allowed to due process. So if they get their day in court, and a judge it's, rules a certain way. Who are you going to be upset upset with?
1: Everybody. That's the American way. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be mad at the judge, the prosecutor, the DEA. Everybody, but the person who actually made the law in the first place. I know we all want to be mad at the at the criminal you know, for doing the crime. But if a criminal gets away, it's more than likely not uh, I will not even say it's even the prosecutor's fault unless you have a really incompetent prosecutor. It's normally there's a ton of loopholes built into this system that allows it to happen. Mm -hmm. See, I believe that our judicial system you said that there are that that there are things built into the system that it, it's designed to work. It's a, that you you know you do a crime you you get caught for it. You have a jury of your peers. They weigh the evidence, guilty or not. That's supposed to be the end of it. If you're guilty, a we go into sentencing. We punish you at the appropriate level. Keep it moving. That is how it's supposed to run. How it's actually run is nowhere near that. It's like a cake that, that's that been baked, you know, with, you know, sugar, flour, and a shit ton of other ingredients that don't belong in it. <laughs> and then they, you know, bake this cake it comes out a hot mess got holes in it got it's got weird taste weird textures it's just like wow is is this really still a cake anymore that's that's where i believe our judicial system is going because our legal the legislative branch isn't doing their job or is allowing certain things to happen that muck up the waters and I know this is going this is delves all the way into a whole another topic but what's happening on the state level not being fixed at the federal level is causing a whole st- stir of this pot so we're okay so- in once in one state it's a crime and a, and that you get you know five to ten years you go one state over oh, we'll let you off with a ticket.
0: So this is like one area where I would say I definitely agree with delicious where in many of these cases that we're talking about, especially when it comes to the laws that are being passed and then how that translates into the judicial branch, follow the money. The money is going to Influence what laws are passed, what laws are not, how stringent those laws are, or how lax they are, and then that also feeds right into the judicial system. So when I hear individuals like a Josh Hawley or a Tom Cotton or a Ted Cruz come out and speak. About these matters. These are the same individuals. That have absolutely no problem. With money. Dark money at that. Being flooded. At every levels. Of our government. Through each branch. To influence these matters. Like you. 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 <laughs> You can't be an arsonist and then be mad at the fire. And this is is my problem. They're remarkably good at that. This is my problem with the GOP. You cannot be the arsonists and then get mad at the fire.
1: Well, the fire burns, including them. And how dare it burn them? Because, like you said, they're the arsonist. They should if if nothing else, I in, in in regards to what Delicious was saying about accountability, you're right. We should hold everybody accountable, including our political parties. You yeah, have to hold mm-hmm. them accountable for not for, for for not um basically protecting the people at the end of the day. That's what this comes down to. One party is sure. trying to not just protect democracy, but protect the people. That's what they're there for. We put them there to take care of us in that regard.
0: See, this is where I, I, I will have to disagree with you. And I only, and it's not that I disagree with you on the point that you're making, but I disagree with you that um, you've got a party that's supposedly taking care of the people versus trying to take care of democracy. And I only say this because it seems to me that we, it's, (laughs) it's, once again, it's a matter of perspective. Because the way that I view the current Democrat party, um, they are on this push for democracy within itself. And democracy is the people. Like that is what they are trying to say is this whole notion of one vote one person, one vote, like everyone has a, a chance or choice within their said democracy. Whereas I look at the the GOP and they are trying to push the same narrative, however, their narrative gets skewed in the way that it's presented, at least I guess maybe in with my ears, but it gets skewed when I hear it, because it does not sound inclusive of all Americans. There's always some caveat with regards to um, who they feel should be able to participate within said democracy. And they always seem to be ready to not only pass judgment, but to also use that as a strike against you. And then therefore anything else that you touch towards, if it's it's immediately tainted and their whole process or thought process to me of democracy has more to do with money than it has to do with people. So where they are content with building up their coffers because they think that as long as I can outspend, then um, you know I'm more focused on the people doing right by each other and the constitution that was written over 200 years ago. Than, you know, actually operating in society collectively in an actual democracy towards what I've, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I, I think that their idea of our government system is truly a republic versus an actual democracy. So I don't know if, if people really understand, like, there really is a difference between the two of a republic well, that, and a democracy.
1: Well, that's why I, I, I broke it down to one party protecting the people and the other one, quote unquote, protecting democracy. Because again, the idea of democracy to Republicans seems to be the rule of basically, with lack, uh, without putting too fine a point on it, is the white Christian base. That's who's going to be leading this democracy versus the party of the people who say, hey, it's the people who, like you said, that make up the, the democracy. But the problem with that, you have that, the Democratic Party who represents 70 million more Americans than the other party. Who are actually fighting and actually doing initiative that the that the people have asked, and not do the whims of you know the few. That's that's our current struggle, and it's put all on display every time there's a hearing, a a, a, a Senate. Um, Uh, vote all of this every time every time we come together Democrats and Republicans come together do anything we see what the other side is about as you said it's your actions but somehow or another they're still here no one's no, no one's coming to take the Josh Hall is again. We we still have Josh Hawley. We have Ted Cruz. We have uh, Blackburn. Now we have you know we have the Gateses. We have the the Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's not like they're getting less of them. There are more, and I think that this is this is part of that just. They always, the, the expression being that a candle flick, flickers violently before it goes out. I could only hope that this is the, the, the final flickers of the insanity and, and, you know, the crazed right-wing nuts out of the Republican Party. But So there
0: are two, two statements today that I have to say, like, really kind of sat with me. One was made by Lindsey Graham um, in which he, um, how do I put this? He pointed out that, you know, the radical left and all these liberals out here, you know, certain people within the country, basically believe that because there is a conservative majority on the court right now that Mm -hmm. they are going to just you know push forth these crazy notions and drastically change the course of the country and I was like yes there are a lot of people right now that are truly fearful of what this Supreme Court will do based on the numbers that they have because you see so much action on the state level to implement changes to voting, redistricting, abortion, guns, These are all things going on at the state level where we all know that eventually they are going to wind up in the lap of the Supreme Court. And quite frankly, as a mother, as a black woman, (laughs) as an American in general at this point, I truly am afraid of what this current court the trajectory that they are going to put this country on based on their personal philosophies, based on their personal beliefs and based on the money that is being pumped into a lot of these organizations to put forth these cases in front of them to get the outcomes that they want. And then the other thing that stood out to me was a statement that was made by Senator Cornyn who stated that, you know, as elected officials, the, you know, the senators, representatives, they are more, uh, how did he put it? They, They are held accountable by the people. I'm like, yes. They are supposed to be held accountable by the people and how do we hold them accountable is with our votes. Now, here comes the dilemma. If you are allowing these states to change the system so that everyone's vote does not count, then you are limiting democracy within those states, which goes right to the core of the fear that everyone is feeling based on what's happening at the Supreme Court level what's happening in these states and how do we hold you all accountable if you're fixing the deck and they bring up these matters they bring up these matters in such a, a light way as if you know like there's once again smoke and, smoke and mirrors okay smoke and mirrors there's nothing for you to see here but it's like i'm hearing it and i'm seeing it at the same time but you want to tell me that i'm not here i'm not hearing what i'm hearing and i'm not seeing what i'm seeing
1: because they playing to their base their base is not that smart i'm just going to I'm just gonna put it out there. Their base are are, are not all road scholars and all of that. That that is they believe not what the they on the,
0: That's not the case on the Democrat side either. And I am so tired of that response because if that, I'm like, like, I have to believe that these individuals are a little more informed than certain folks want to put on and if that's the case if you are indeed more informed than you necessarily want to put on or what like others are reporting on you please I need to I need to hear from some of these what is your thought process how do you support certain individuals how do you choose people that you actually vote for you know This is is where I think you and I, we've talked about this numerous times on this podcast, where it's like, we literally need a revamp. Like, there needs to be a whole reboot of civics and how it is taught in this country, because we are not producing citizens that understand what their responsibilities are as citizens, Like voting, voting should be something that it's not a, uh, maybe I'll do it. (sighs) Maybe this election, I'll look into who's running. Maybe, no. As a citizen, if you are going to work and live in a community, you live in a state, you should know who your elected officials are. You should want to know who your elected officials are. You should want to know how to operate within this system for the issues that are affecting you. And I think that because that is not widely taught well enough within our public school systems, which is just sad, and I can't even speak to the private system but I'm just gonna speak directly to the public system because that is not taught in the manner that I think that it should be and emphasized in the way that it should be. We have a serious national problem with just what you were talking about. How do you get these people informed about issues that are directly affecting them? If they don't even understand the system that they live in,
1: And that right there is the, the perfect place to start our next segment. How do we reach the masses and get them better educated about the system in a manner that they'll accept?
0: Or at least can digest perfect. and understand.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's what we're going to hit it up with. And, uh, wow, that was was a really good back and forth. Thank you, uh, Delish, for all your commentary this evening. And thanks to all of our other listeners that came by this evening. This has been, this was definitely a nice, spirited little conversation this evening.
0: Yes, it has been. Yes, it has been. And looking forward to uh, the rest of this week with the confirmation hearings. And... You know, keep the comments coming. Like, we'd love to hear from you all. Thank you all again.
1: Indeed. Reach out to us. We, we, we want to hear from you. Give us your feedback, your thoughts, opinions, what have you. That dialogue. That's how communication, open communication is how we're going to really start changing some of the things around here. And we're here to start talking, take one conversation and one idea at a time. And with that, thank you for dropping by. This is your boy, C-Note, with my I other host, Black, girl, Pearl. Black Pearl. Yes. And we will catch you on the flip side. Sounds Peace.
0: good. Till next time.